Hey you, and welcome to the Cycle Phasing Podcast. I am Jennifer Moore, and this is episode number one, and it just so happens to be day one of my cycle. So interestingly enough, I woke up this morning with just this inner knowing that my period was going to start today. Typically, I um, I can guess it within a couple of days, and of course, we have our, our apps and our calendars that help us keep track of it, but as soon as my eyes opened, I just knew that it was going to start. And as the day of progressed, I checked and there it was, a hint of pink. And we're off to the races. That's when the checklist begins. And I grabbed my menstrual cup to just, let's just plug it up because that's what we do. It's that time. It's go time. But today I had this desire not to. This may be TMI, but this is a podcast about cycles and periods. So here we go. I think you know what you signed up for. I had this desire today to not plug it up and to just go with the flow. I didn't want to not be aware that I'm on my cycle today. And as I began to think about that, I thought about all the products that I've used over the years. And it dawned on me that most of the products promise this experience of not knowing your period is even on this experience of not experiencing your period phase, forgetting about it even and, and going through the day as if it's not even there. It doesn't have to stop you. And part of this hinges on, I mean, let's just be real. Part of this hinges on the promise of no one else is going to know. So you're not going to be leaking and showing and that you don't have to be self-conscious of that. Today, I just happened to find it very interesting that I am, and I think as women, we are in such a rush to not be self-conscious of this part of our bodies and this process. And the reality is, and what I wanted to be conscious of in the context of my period is that I am a woman and in this stage of my life, I bleed once a month. That's just, this is just the truth. I have been talking about cycles for years. I've been tracking mine and cycle syncing and cycle tracking for years and like you ask any of my girlfriends and they'll tell you, yes, she asked me regularly what part of my cycle I'm in because I'm comparing notes. And I've been wanting to start this podcast to really talk about the different phases of the cycle and to be met with this reality or to be met with this recognition that I have not wanted to be aware of my own cycle. I've not wanted to be aware of my own period in this way. And that there has been this additional level, even though I've been cycle tracking and cycle syncing and all this stuff, that there has been an additional level of treating it as solely and as an inconvenience. Now, don't get me wrong. Sometimes having a period is an inconvenience, but a lot of things aren't inconvenience. And yet we understand and keep top of mind that it's well worth it. Like kids, <laughs> like, have you ever felt the inconvenience of hearing mom, I forgot my lunch right as you're pulling into carpool? Like there are, there are many things in our lives that are inconvenient and that's okay because we see them as well worth it. 
periods for most of my experience has been intellectually knowing that my period and my cycle are natural and an indicator of health even, but that I experienced it mostly as only an inconvenience. It's an inconvenience and I feel self-conscious. And on this day one, I just feel quite intrigued about this word self-conscious. And like maybe there's some redemption for this word because at least for me, it's always been negative. Sometimes we use this word to mean insecure or feeling bad about yourself, but the word itself is really about being aware of yourself and to know yourself, to be in your body, to be present with what's happening in and around you. That is self-consciousness. And when I think about that, I don't think that's a negative thing. Yet there is this inclination and we see a representation of that in this part of our cycle and the menses part of our cycle to become as self-unconscious as possible or self-ignoring or self-negating. Let's just eradicate the things that would make me aware of myself and what I am and what my experiences are. And as a woman, just forget that this that your bleed, that your menses, that, your, that, that this even happens. Just forget what's happening to your body up until you're interrupted by a leak or the need to change something, whatever you got going on. I didn't want to be aware of myself except for in the moments where it felt like a disruption to the status quo. And if the only time you're, you're aware of of you is when you feel like a distraction to everything else is going on in your world. It would then perpetuate not wanting to be aware of yourself because when you are present of yourself is when you're a distraction to doing something else. So I'm seeing and I'm now drawing this correlation between the products that we use and how we be in this cycle experience and how we think of ourselves as women. And you might be thinking, Jen, it ain't that deep. (laughs) And if that's you, cool, I get you. I may be with you tomorrow. But if you're like, wait a minute, this is, this is resonating with something in me. This is interesting. Like what are the ways that I have tried to not be self-conscious of myself, of an aspect of myself, of my body? And how does, how has that showed up in the products that I buy? How does that show up in my practices? Not just during the bleed, but like any time of the cycle, like just in life. And is that pointing to something that is actually unique and beautiful and purposeful about me that I don't want to embrace. So I'm just kind of just taking a step back and recognizing how I haven't really been wanting to become aware of myself in this particular phase of the cycle, unless I absolutely have to, because I have to take care of it, which brings me to the way that I have taken care of it. Y'all, I have took care of it by investing heavily (laughs) to forget that I even have a period. The selling point for me was things like this product is so good 
I'll forget that I have one. I can, I'll do whatever I can. I can do all the things. I'm not limited as if a period limits me like the messaging in that. And there's nothing wrong innately with wanting to forget you're on your period. Like there's nothing wrong with not wanting to feel all the things that are happening at all, all of the time, all during the day. But if the only option is to forget, that's lack of choice and therefore bondage. That's not freedom. If you can't have access to the full spectrum of what is available in this experience, that's bondage. If you can't choose, if you don't have a choice in how you get to experience this based on where you are and who you are, like if you don't get to choose, you will feel like your menses is happening at you. And that's where we lose the capacity to see this as an aspect of what we are as women and how it is a gift. Follow me. <laughs> Follow me. One of the most interesting parts of this is if I don't have the ability to choose from day to day, I stop listening. If it's just defaulted, I stop listening to the things in me that would factor into that choice. As women, we are receptive. And one of our most powerful feminine tools is listening. Listening to what's out there and listening to what is in here. As women, we've been told to listen before. We've been told, oh, women should listen. Women should just be quiet and listen. And a lot of times, not even a lot of times, it's jacked up. (laughs) The problem with that is that the heart behind a lot of that messaging is is not pure. It's not coming from a place of love. So when someone else comes along, hit me, comes along and says, listening is a, is a, one of a woman's greatest gifts and one of her greatest tools or most powerful tools. We sometimes hear that through the connotation of messaging that would be oppressive to women that would seek to silence women. And that's not what I'm saying. When I talk about listening is one of our most powerful tools. I think of Panther in the jungle And ears perk up because she heard something that we, if we were sitting with her, would not hear, nor would we see. That is powerful. It is a sense that we have. We have a sensitivity to what cannot be seen. And as we are listening and choosing, we are remaining supple and in tune with our own intuition and with the Holy Spirit. So my defaulting to menstrual cups and tampons demonstrated a progressive deafness to my intuition. And this doesn't mean that I'm never going to use menstrual cups again. Like, no. And that would be a lack of choice too. But the point is, what are the things that you are defaulting in your cycle, in the experience of your cycle, regardless if it's the menses or the luteal phase, what are you? What are the default things that you have that bar you from the choices that you have, which don't create an atmosphere where you really begin to listen and honor what you hear in that listening? 
What if the entire purpose of me being able to question having a cup or not or feeling my flow or not gave me inspiration or led me to be able to think about why that was and where I was when I made that decision? I made a decision at some point that I didn't want to feel this, that I didn't want to be here. I wanted to check out. And what if I am able to, in a sense, go back to and recall that time and place and think about who I was at the time and reconcile her, reconcile this part of me to be a bit more integrated and consistent? Because here's the real, like I said before, I have wanted to start this podcast for a while. I have been praying about it and researching, and I could never bring myself to record. This is what I know. God answers prayers. And in me asking and praying for next steps, this morning on my day one, I journal. I begin self-coaching on integration and consistency because I see that that is a barrier that's coming up as I'm thinking about, why can't I start this podcast? What is holding me back from this project? And what comes up? through my choice of pad or cup was the place where I had not been integrated. I've been wanting to start this this project and podcast about cycles and how to embrace them and learning about the phases and how to live in sync. And then I look at myself, self-conscious, and I see that I made a decision 20 years ago in another time and place to not experience my cycle in the fullness of what it is. And she needed to be reconciled with the level of awareness of truth that I have today. Because she didn't want to be reminded in random moments that this is, this is my experience of life. She didn't want to be reminded in the middle of a meeting. She didn't want to be reminded mid-laugh, mid-conversation that I am a woman and that I bleed. She I didn't want to be self-conscious. That is something that needed to be reconciled and integrated into the truth of who I, who and what I am today. And that is the work that we do. What if the very thing that you are wanting to do next in your life, what project, whatever you want to build or create or manifest, whatever it is, what if what's hindering you isn't because you're wrong or bad or unworthy or inadequate or none of that. What if it's just a place, it's an opportunity for you to reconcile something that fe- that seems incongruent, that needs to be owned. And this is the work that we do as women. This phase of the cycle, the menses, is a time for releasing. Being receptive, we pick up a lot and Here is where we release the things that are not needed for creation. Our bodies are literally releasing the materials that were gathered to create life and now are no longer needed. So it is a letting go and it is a releasing of the things that are not necessary for what is actually going to happen. And that becomes a beautiful place to then decide and make intentions for what you're letting go so that you can make space for what you're making. 
And when you're setting an intention about what you're going to do and what you want to do and what you're letting go, that is the epitome of being self-conscious. And in order to create the things that you are here to create, it requires self-consciousness, awareness, acceptance, making decisions, and surrendering. And this is a phase in our feminine creative cycle. And it has nothing to do with the actual tangible things that you will eventually go on to make. But it's that it's that dark early morning, this beautiful secret place that you have with you and with God to say, this is what this is. And this is what we're doing. And this is what I'm letting go of because it no longer fits it. It I'm, I'm reconciling it. I'm, I'm accepting this, but I'm also letting this go because it's no longer necessary. And as you begin to decide what is not necessary, it gives you clues into what you are building. It's so easy to be hyper-focused on seeing the outcomes of whatever we're trying to create that we don't pay attention to what the process would even tell us about it before seeing it. So many times we try to create an outcome based on what we've actually already seen before. Instead, we can be aware that there is a process happening that I am fully engaged with that can tell me more about what I'm here to do and how I'm here to do it. And on this day one, God is showing me more about this podcast the why and the how I'm hearing and I'm seeing more of myself. And I will never forget this lesson. In anything that we want to do as women, alignment is necessary. And alignment just means reconciling, releasing, and resolving. If the menses phase of our cycle is about releasing and setting intentions for the things that we feel called and led to create, then we are being regularly invited into self-consciousness, hearing, and listening. This is just one part of our creative cycle. All right, that's it for episode one. Thank you for listening and talk to you next time.